High School Football on Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto and surrounding areas, Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. We got Andy Kretzinger of the Southeast Iowa Union. Andy, there was a little technical difficulty on your uh, uh, live show this week, and you you uh, um, weren't able to air it. Uh, but maybe we can make up a little bit for that today. What do you think? Yeah, I'd be good. Yeah, we had a little audio issue, so it was a silent episode. We took it down. It was pretty upsetting because I we had some good stuff to say, but uh, uh, but we had so many shows on the on the Washington Live uh, YouTube page that uh, like the news shows and stuff, so we could we could never figure out a time to to go in and fix it. Well, we couldn't fix it. We just had to redo it. Well, uh, anyway, uh, oh, let's kind of go over some of the football stuff that you were going to talk about. I got maybe some polls that might be relevant here. Uh, so what was the games you were talking about? Yes. Uh, well, here we'll go uh, one at a time. We'll start with uh, with Waco, uh, number 10 Waco uh, in the class eight man. Um, in the class eight man playoffs, they were just in the class eight man state championship last year. And uh, they're facing a team that you're kind of familiar with or keep track of in the Baxter Bolts. I do like the Baxter Bolts. I got to interview their coach. Uh, they have not been a traditionally good team. But this is the third year in a row they made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I know that Baxter, uh, just from doing the research, that Baxter likes to throw the ball a lot, uh, which would be interesting against Waco. I'd say Waco probably fares pretty well against teams that, that like to throw the ball a lot. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Baxter comes in 5-3. and three. Uh, Waco comes in 6-1. Um, and one. BC Moore has, which is the, the computer program that guesses high school football games, has Waco as a pretty heavy favorite in this, uh, even for a two-three game. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, you know, Waco's pretty much dominated the last what four games ever since they lost to Winfield. Defense hasn't really given up anything. The defense might have even scored more than it's given up the last four games. Um, so we'll see if uh, we'll see if uh, Baxter uh, has something for him, or if Waco can roll over him. Well, uh, Baxter, Montezuma, Moravia, all those teams out west. Uh, the West and the center part of the state, they don't play defense. They just play offense, you know, and they're really yeah, good but... at offense. My dream matchup here would have been Moravia and Waco. Uh, just because I like, I'd like to see those opposites, you know, that smash mouth defense oriented game gets a full out lights on back uh, 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 offense. But I think we're going to have some fun with this game. Although my listeners do not, <laughs> I think this is going to be very close as uh, 84.6% of them are for Waco. Yeah, and, um, well, so Baxter has played a lot of high school games. They've also won uh, three out of their five wins are by one possession. So they, they definitely won in a different fashion uh, than Waco, especially lately. Okay. Well, what else? Uh, we got Bell playing against number one, Winfield Union, also, Winfield, Mount Union, also in Class 8 player. Uh, that one, obviously, Winfield is a giant favorite in. Um uh Bell Plains won four games this year. Uh and they have uh they have a good running game. They've run for two thousand yards and tw- and forty touchdowns. Now, 
Winfield High Union has a particularly stout run defense, obviously, uh, when you take in consideration Cam Buffington, Cooper Buffington, you know, Abram, Abram Edwards, all the guys on that front line, I'd say they probably uh, do a little better against the run than they do the pass. So maybe that will work out in Winfield Union's uh, favor. Okay, what what team are they playing? It's the Bell Plains. Oh, yeah, they're playing Bell Plain Plainsman. Yeah. Well, uh, 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 I'm familiar with Bell Plain. They have some pretty good athletes. Uh, Solomon Baseball, Solomon Basketball. Um, They're a a blue-collar team. They lead the league in facial hair. I know that. Oh, nice. Bell Plain. Yeah, they got some pretty – they got some 1970s porno-style mustaches going. And they got a kid I like to call the Mountain. Uh, or, or he, maybe he plays HLB, but yeah, they 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 got some pretty cool kids up there. But uh, may Lord have mercy on their soul because uh, uh, Winfield Mount Union ain't gonna. Yeah, no, they won't. And Winfield, you know, Winfield's been cruising the last I, I don't even know how many weeks really, and since the Waco game uh, or whoever they played last week or Iowa Valley, and so I'm sure they're pretty, you know, they're pretty rested. It's not like they've been going hardcore all four quarters. Uh, the last few games, so so hopefully for the Wolves, they have enough to to uh, you know kind of give them the full force of uh, what Winfield can be. Yeah, yeah, it just it ain't nothing about Bell Plain. It's just you could just say that about whoever they played in the first yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, no yeah, no four seed's going to come close to the number one team in the state. And uh, yeah. um, but man, the, uh, uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know. We won't know anything about who they'll play next until after these games when they. Put them into pods. There's no pods now, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, used to pretty much know exactly where everyone stood. Now, in the first, they do the first round. Yeah, and then the little pods of four, and then those, and then whoever gets out of those, you know, there's 16 teams after this weekend. So whoever gets out of the pods of four go to the dome, and then they have to match them up again. I believe it used to be you knew. I mean, you know, you knew which team you would play, or or the group of teams you'd play all the way up to the championship. Well, yeah. um... But like I say, they, they're going to, this is just, I don't know if this is what you call a play-in round or something, but. Uh, yeah, uh, well, it's not, it's, not a, it's not quite a, yeah, it's kind of a play-in, but it's a play-in that everyone plays in. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Because like all the teams have to play. Usually play-in rounds, there's somebody that gets a bye, but, uh, but yeah, it's kind of a weird thing where there's, where there's that many teams uh, uh, that, per class. Okay. Well, what's next? Uh, I, um, that was a. I mean, Scotty Melvin's going to that one. That's a Winfield game? That's what he's going for. Yeah, I believe my, my boss, uh, Matt Bryant, might be going to the Winfield game. He just uh, said he wants to see him play. So I was like, well, heck, you take your camera, get a couple pictures. Um, we have uh, we also have a West Central Valley uh, coming at 3-5 and five at 6th-ranked Sigourney Kyoto in Class 1A. Another playoff game at the pit there in Sigourney for, uh, for the Cobras. Um, so... Uh, that is a uh, obviously at the number one versus number four game. Yeah, and, oh. and uh, one that Sigourney Kyoto is is pretty uh, favorite in. I think uh, Sigourney Kyoto is almost up to twenty five hundred yards rushing this year already. Yeah, I don't know that much about West Central Valley. I did talk to Coach Jensen uh, about them, but I can tell you that our listeners, who are fairly astute uh, 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 football people. Uh, they got SK at 93.1% in that game, and yeah. I hate to argue with them on it. Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, I, the way out, West Central is obviously a playoff team, and, and uh, uh, SK just looks so good, don't they? Yeah, they look really good, and they haven't lost since the first game of the year. 
uh, and they've beaten some really good teams. So, so SK does look really good. Um, SK, I've always noticed that they even play better in the playoff. And I think when you run the ball hard like they do, and then it gets cold, you know, and especially when you're playing the pit, which is kind of like a backyard football game atmosphere, um, that that all usually uh, is pretty intimidating for for whatever visiting team has to go out to Sigourney. And right. I don't know how far of a drive it is from West Central Valley. Probably pretty far. The Snake Pit will be rocking. Uh, it's one of the. <laughs> It's one of my favorite places to, to go. They're all my favorite places to go, but it's one of my Yeah, it's, it's very one of the best atmospheres for sure. It, it's, uh, you know, just a good time over there at some fun people. Well, that's the SK game. What else? Uh, well, we got here now. Uh, here's a really uh, one that um, is supposed to be very close. Uh, Makokota Valley and Columbus. Okay. These are two six and two teams. Uh, so these are pretty darn good, two good records going against each other, but they're both – um, this is a second place on second place battle, I believe, uh, because you have the, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, and actually, a, you know, the BC Moore rankings, so Columbus is at home. Uh, the BC Moore rankings that predict who's going to win actually have Makoka to Valley by a, a couple of points in this. Well, so, uh, uh, um, I've done some research into this, and Scotty Melvin has talked to me about this, and I have talked to uh, Coach Lequa about this, and uh, – uh, this game is a pretty hot game, my friend. It's yes. so dang hot. This is the Round Guy Radio game of the week, and I think I'm going to be there. That's smart. That's, that's smart to make this in the game of the because week. Because the two best running backs uh, in this class are yep. in this game. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's, it's going to be a game where uh, it's, it's smash mouth run the football both ways. Makoka um, uh, Valley's uh, Lance Machine has, what, 17-79? All, uh, uh, rushing yards. Columbus has uh, almost 1,600 from Amagon. Riley Kalberg is, uh, he's got so many, so many yards for half, and he rushes the ball. You know, it's funny. Uh, Kalberg's stats are usually like four carries for 182 yards and three touchdowns or something like that. Um, but yeah, that that's going to be a, a, a fun game for people who like running the football for sure. And that's one of our two real, real nail biters this week. And I can't believe I didn't put that on the poll. So I'm going to do that right now. And people will start voting on it immediately. So it'll, it'll, we'll have some results before we get off the air. If I can learn how to spell Makoka Valley. Yeah, that's a tough one. You just got to kind of shout it out. Anyway. Um, well, tell me, a little bit, tell me a little bit more. What Do you know anything about this running back? I just know that he's he has a lot of yards. And I know that he carries the ball... They basically feed him all the time. As Columbus does mix it up a little bit, he's uh, their workhorse. So that's pretty much what I know about him. Obviously, I haven't seen any film on him or anything like that, but uh, um, but that's what I know. All right. Well, what other games are you looking at here? Uh, so I said that that was going to be one of our really close games. Uh, our other big-time, you know, who knows who's going to win this game Northeast goes into Mid Prairie four and four. Uh, uh, Northeast is four and four. Mid Prairie is four and four. They usually play during the regular season. In fact, uh, Mid Prairie's been the last two years, but they only beat them seven to six last year. Uh, and this is one that BC Moore basically has as a toss up. Uh, you know, they're two teams that are River Valley teams and other sports, so they play similar opponents. And uh, so, so a tough one uh, at Mid Prairie. You know, Mid Prairie had to work to get that uh, second seed in their district. And uh, they'll play a pretty good uh, Northeast team. That'll be a game that um, I believe will be our uh, 
uh, first game up that we uh, that we go to this Friday. Do you think you're going to that? I yeah. believe that. Yeah, early plans are, are yes. So it always kind of depends on who else. Well, is that, there. that that game is what I call deja vu all over again. Yeah. Uh, because that's three years running. Yeah, yeah, three years running and totally different results. Uh, from two years ago, Mid Prairie won thirty-five nothing, and then last year was seven to six. So. Uh, Mid Prairie's got a really balanced uh, attack, and that usually helps during uh, during the playoffs. And and we'll see if uh, Coach uh, Darren Lambert's uh, squad can can not. I, I'm sure that that's you know, especially since they didn't play each other this year, and they are both River Valley teams. It's kind of probably a a grudge match of sorts. Well, uh, I remember three years the the one three years ago uh, when Northeast Goose Lake came in with this young freshman quarterback, and he was. Hotter than a pistol, really. Uh, and Mid Prairie got this big lead, and he just kept coming back and coming back and keeping him in the game, and you know making big plays. And then uh, 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 we kept thinking, you know, well, he's gonna keep getting better, you know. And here yeah. he is, three years in a row, his guys seem back in the playoffs again. Yeah, uh, with, with a familiar opponent, he will definitely know the personnel that he's going up against. Uh, yeah. Uh, but our listeners do not think this is any kind of a contest whatsoever, as 90.9% are going for the Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks in this game. So that's that's pretty impressive. That must mean that uh, Mid-Prairie doesn't have a lot of uh, haters from the other towns, because I guess on your polls, uh, a lot of the negative uh, votes are usually probably from rival schools. They just want to watch them lose. But, um, yeah, that kid, uh, Gavin Kramer – in in class 2A, which is what this this is, it's rare to see the quarterback lead the team in rushing by that much, you know, where the quarterback really does does that much. So it's exciting to see, you know, whether they can stop this kid. Because that's usually something you see in eight-man in class A where, you know, you're like, oh, the quarterback throws for so many yards and then he's the big-time leading rusher and every single play is through him. And that seems to be kind of like what North, Northeast does. I don't know. My, I think my listeners just try to think who's going to win. Uh, like last week that uh, Wilton and uh, – or the, the week uh, Wilton and West Branch played, that was like a yeah. 52-48 deal for West Branch at the end of it. Uh, so I think – I don't know. Well, we do got listeners all over the place, and uh, there's I'm sure there's some home teaming on these votes. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um and then our last game in the Indian Coverage area, it's our only road game for our Union teams. Uh, it's the one that you, you called out a couple weeks ago. You said that uh, you thought that Pekin might be playing Linville Sully in the playoffs, and that's exactly what it is. Uh, Pekin comes in 6-2. Linville Sully, 7th ranked, 7-1. Uh, so Linville Sully is the favorites in this. But we've seen Pekin play uh, Lisbon close. We've basically seen Pekin, let's see, in their last three games, Pekin has outscored opponents 161-6. to six. So uh, they certainly have plenty of momentum going in. Yeah, well, uh, our listeners are liking Linville Sully. Uh, this is, I mean, I don't. There's a lot of widespreads here. This is a pretty. Uh, uh, this is a 73.9 percent to 26.21 percent for Linville Sully. But Pekin's getting some votes here, and uh, I remember me telling you about this YouTube channel. It's uh, I A Sports with a Z. Uh, yeah. And they ranked down to 15. And I've been lobbying those guys to at least consider peaking. You know, yeah. I says, look at them. You know, they got a playoff team. They, they played a couple uh, 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 ranked teams. Ranking. They played the number five team to a pretty dang close game. Really kept them down on a score. And 
I said, they've been running the scores up. I said, give them a look. And I'm really proud to say that I think they did because this week, Pekin is the 16th ranked team on that. Oh, nice. They're right there. Well, and you know, Pekin's got some pretty young talent, so maybe they'll be, uh, maybe over the years they'll, well, I wonder, uh, maybe over the years they will rise, and I wonder if uh, they re-rank um, after a playoff round one. I know the Gazette is done ranking, except we have the we have 3A, 4A, 5A this uh, this week, and then that'll be done. We don't rank them during the playoffs. Yeah. Oh. But uh, Pekin, uh, I'm liking Pekin. I think they got uh, a puncher's chance here. Linville Slate is going to have uh, 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 Carter Norn quartered on harder back. He played uh, uh, most of the game last week. They did hold him out of the fourth quarter. Uh, um, I think that, do you think that'll have some kind of an effect on the game? Oh yeah, I'm sure he's uh, he's one of the best athletes of the small schools period, you know, in the entire state of Iowa. I remember watching him. Uh, he played in the state baseball tournament, right? Yeah. He, the, the Hawkeye yeah. scouts and all the college scouts were just, yeah. you know, he was the first name out of their mouth that they were, impressed with you know he's a good one yeah so that'll be i mean it'll be a tough one for Pekin. <laughs> but the good news is if you're going to be the underdog you want to be an underdog with a good defense and that's i think that's really what Pekin has shown off more this year is the defensive side of the ball you know and if you can slow the other offense down and then figure out something on your offense then you kind of you know can tighten up the game a little bit as opposed to teams that you know maybe have a couple of offensive weapons that just let everyone score on them then you're never going to catch up. So uh, I like teams that are more defensively sound when I'm, you know, if, if I'm going to try and go on the road and get an upside like this. Well, I talked to Coach Parkinson there at Linville Sully, and uh, he says that Pekin and Linville Sully's have played some barn burners over the years. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And a I lot of that. big, big, you know, playoff games and even regulars. He says they've been in the, the same district with them a time or two. So, yeah, he says – Clear going back a lot of years, decades back, that this, this is a pretty good matchup. And I'm liking this matchup. I wish Beacon was at home. Uh, they had a pretty good record. I, and, and like you say, um, what else you want them to do? They play, they, they play pretty good this year. They got a lot of talent. What do you think about Coach Weber? I'm thinking he's about the most, he's a, uh, about one of the brightest success stories we've got in the area. Yeah, I'd say so too. Just the way, you know, just the way they took the team from, you know, just a couple of years ago, uh, struggling to score points, and then all of a sudden they're playing with you know ranked teams. Um, so so yeah, it's super impressive, and um, and Pekin has been one of our more fun teams, our kind of up and comer team maybe that we didn't quite have on the radar. That you know I wouldn't have thought they'd be six and two, but not only six and two, but then besides that Columbus game, they played with everybody. You know, they played with Lisbon. And so they've played up to their potential probably every single time except that Columbus game. Um, so uh, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, if they can kind of keep that up and, and, and give it a good game. And remember that Lisbon game, that was a one-possession game in the final minutes, wasn't it? Well, uh, it was it was 10-7 to 7, uh, yeah. going in, late into the fourth quarter, but they did pull ahead 17-7. to 7 And uh, But they were driving – I think they were driving the ball when the game ended. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like them. I, I, I had a lot of fun going to the game the other day. Um, that's another great place to see a football game, and I don't, I don't know where it isn't, but uh, uh, we might find one one of these days so far. We have had no luck on that end of it. But the, uh, and that's the last one of yours? 
Yes, that is the last one of ours. So that's just the six teams we have. We have uh, the big school teams uh, play this week, but they're pretty much out of the, the playoff hunt. So those are our six teams. And then next year we'll, or next week, uh, we'll see how many we have left. And uh, what, they only got – if one of them can just put three, three wins together, we'll see them at the Dome. All right. Well, I'm going to just throw these other ones out just to read the uh, Twitter poll results of the people that voted and stuff. We'll know what's going on. Moravia and Lone Tree seems like a pretty good matchup here as 60, 63.6 uh, favoring Moravia. But Lone Tree's the home team in the higher seed. Uh, uh, and they've had a pretty good season. I know uh, a, lot of, a lot of rankers are high on them. Yeah, uh, I like it when the home team is – I like it when people when the when the road those random times when the road team is kind of favored. I guess just by the your Twitter poll anyway, because that's how you know it's going to be a, a slugfest. Well, uh, I like to say, um, well, they're both good teams, uh, little different styles there. That might that might be a fun one. I got my own. Here's kind of a neat one, uh, uh, Andy. Uh, Iowa Valley at BGM. Now uh, I watched that that YouTube uh, 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 show. And they, they did their predictions, and they're predicting an Iowa Valley win. But my listeners are predicting a BGM win, uh, uh. and it's a 65.4%. Both these schools are pretty good. BGM has put up a lot of points, and they impressed me a lot with this win they got against uh, uh, Moravia uh, on the last game of the season. Yeah, that's been one of their most impressive wins of the uh, of the year, I think, BGM. And uh, they have put up, like, what, 96 here? I'm seeing 85-0. Uh, I will say BC Moore's got Iowa Valley 21-point favorites. A big reason for that is that Iowa Valley's schedule, they've played a lot of top-ranked teams, you know, so that always Yeah, matters. they played, uh, you know, the only losses, I think, are to Waco and, and uh, Winfield Mountain Union. Yep, yeah, they are. And um, let's see, they played Waco kind of close. Winfield Mountain Union pretty much blew them out. They didn't really play either of them super close. But as I said, this has always been, you know, since, since teams around here started going Class 8-man, this district down here in the in the southeast portion, an eight man has for whatever reason been particularly tough. So, well, so a lot of times the three and four, third and fourth best team are giving the the big dogs a, a pretty good game. Well, I'm going to give this a Brown Guy Radio marquee matchup. Uh, and now, uh, uh, Central Decatur is heavily favored here, 65 percent over Earlham. Uh, I don't know if you know anything about Central Decatur. I used to live near Central Decatur because that's oh, it. See, it's always so interesting to talk to you about things. Yeah, but I don't know any of their players now. <laughs> All right. Well, Wapsie Valley is favored 75% over Danville at 25%. I think that's a pretty good showing in this poll for Danville, to be honest with you. Yeah, Wapsie Valley is kind of a power. And what Danville is a uh, – uh, it was impressive enough that they even got into the uh, – playoffs this year i was trying to click around and see what the bc Moore ranking had for for this particular one um it's hard to find danville on here all these uh, team names i am usually pretty quick here we go usually pretty quick quick at clicking around and finding our team so i'll see what danville comes in that one four and four wapsie valley according to bc Moore rankings favored by 49 points all right now these next two games are related uh and it's a, it worked out a very strange way. We're going to talk about uh, Wilton and Wood, Woodward Granger and Pleasantville at West Branch. Now, uh, there was a three-way tie for first place because of uh, Regina beat Wilton, Wilton beat West Branch, West Branch beat Regina. Okay. 
So Wilton, who came into that game with Regina and Noreen there, they they were the number one seed. And when they lost that game, they wound up dipping all the way down to the number three team. Yeah. But I think they got a better matchup. Uh, Woodward Granger, oh, although Granger. they're they're a number two seed, they're they're uh, apparently the lowest ranked one in the state, and they're only four and four. They get the home game and the long drive for Wilton, but my listeners are liking this eighty eight point nine percent for Wilton. Yeah, well, that's one thing that you I imagine being uh, you know one of the top seeds, and you have to play a team that was three way tied for first. You know, then you're not even really playing a real three seed. So I don't know what happened with Wilton. You know, Iowa City Regina's been playing really well. So last week, it was definitely shocking to me how that game ended up. But uh, just two weeks ago, they were beating West Branch, and they're the one team that's beaten. Uh, well, there's they're one of the early teams that beat Mid Prairie. So, um, so yeah, I'll be interested. In that. I would say that that whole district has a pretty good shot. Okay. Well, uh, and my listeners agree that it isn't as good a matchup for West Branch because only eighty-two point four percent of them. A whopping six and a half percent plus uh, think that they're going to win over Pleasantville. But I, uh, on the other hand, am a pretty big admirer of Pleasantville's season, and I think they played a pretty good game, and they may be kind of tough here. Yeah, that's another. That's another team that played in an evenly ranked district. You know, most of the high school football districts are like you know maybe first and second place, and then there's a big gap, and then third. And those two districts were were two rare ones where the top three teams kind of beat each other up. So uh, uh, it's kind of unlucky to even play against each other in those situations because you'd, you'd hope that you'd play kind of one of those three seeds that got beat up by, you know, the the top two seeds uh, pretty badly. But th- those are two teams that have played with pretty much everyone. Okay. Well, uh, Ogden and Pella Christian. Pella Christian is uh, uh, favored heavily here, 91.7%. I don't know that much about Ogden, but I do think they're a four and four, and and I'm pretty high on Pella Christian. Yeah, Pella Christian's always. If you drive by the the highway that Pella Christian sits on uh, during playoff season, you almost always see him playing at home. I'm surprised Pella Christian only five and three though. That really speaks to their schedule. Okay. Well, let's talk about uh, uh, last couple games, and I'll, I'll let you go here. Uh, West Burlington Notre Dame is traveling to Comanche. Uh, Comanche lost like the first five, uh, four games and won the last four games or something. Uh, but the, I think they wound up with the two slot here, uh, and they're going to play the number three slot here, well, uh, West Bronx and Notre Dame, who really turned, I think they had a six and three, uh, uh, maybe five and four. I can't remember what, it was five and three season that they had. Uh, I know that West Burlington and Notre Dame played a couple of our teams. I know Matt Paulson went over there uh, and played a pretty high scoring game against uh, West Burlington. That's interesting that uh, their, their opponent lost the first four games. I bet they stacked their non-district schedule with pretty darn good uh, teams. That's kind of like what I know Wilton was one of them. Yeah. But Scotty said they played some really, really, really good teams. Uh, and Wilton did have trouble beating them. Uh, so uh, I give them a chance here. Um, it just seems like to me the games I've seen West Burlington play, when they're hot, they're hot. And when they're not, they're not. It's like a Jerry <laughs> Reed song over there. Oh, yeah, they've lost to uh, Mid-Prairie and Minneapolis. That's a pretty tough back-to-back. Uh, I don't know how they lost to West Liberty. That's a one-win team. Uh, but that was the week after the Mount Pleasant game. I wonder if they had any injuries there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. West Burlington is a little bit up and down. I'm looking at their schedule right now, and I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and here's the last one before I let you go. we only got a couple minutes left here. But Meepo is playing Anamosa. 
and it's uh, 87.5% uh, 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 favor of Meepo. Yeah, 16, uh, 16 point favorites going to BC Moore. So uh, Meepo has not given up more than a couple touchdowns since <laughs> September 8th. Since God was a corporal, I'm telling you. Yeah. I saw him play uh, mid-prairie, and it looked pretty dang good in that game. I mean, really good, just like they – you know, teams, I talk about timing, and they got the timing, yeah. man. They got it. They, their receivers got timing. Their, their running backs are timed up with the holes, and and they they are one of them teams that can drive the ball. You know, it ain't a score every two minutes deal. You know, they take five, six, eight minutes drives and stuff, and I think that's the probably going to be the key to winning this. Plus, they got the best special teams anywhere. Oh, I lost him. Well, what does call it? High School Football on Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flintcliffe Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto and surrounding areas. Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa.